Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets no other options. In previous podcast episodes, I've had the opportunity to go into detail on some key targets as it relates to living a life determined where one follows Jesus. A few years ago, I wrote a Bible plan entitled Determined to Follow Jesus, and my targeted aim in writing that plan was to encourage individuals to follow Jesus even when life presents us all with a variety of challenges. In life, there are times when we feel that God has called us for a special purpose, but we don't understand how things will all come together. But even in our uncertainties, even in the trials, our aim should always be to follow Jesus no matter what. Although it's not easy because we can't see clearly on the other side, the fact that we can't see should be the motivational force that encourages us to trust and have faith that God can see and he is guiding us and will lead us always in the right direction. A key target I wanted to focus on today is living like there is no other option. Now we all have several decisions we will need to make in our lifetime, but with each decision, we are responsible for the choices we make whether they are positive or negative. And any decision we make in life should not be taken lightly, especially when it affects our health, our family, our loved ones, and the plans God has for our lives. But there are several instances where we have possibly witnessed some people make a decision that was so life-changing only to realize there were several other options before them to choose from that could have yielded a different result. But I would like to encourage you today to let you know when and if you are bombarded with decisions and choices and you aren't sure where to turn for your answer, there is one option that you could consider exploring and that is seeking Jesus and following him. And there could be somebody saying, well, I have to figure out if this job that I'm about to take is the right one. And you're telling me to consider exploring and seeking Jesus and following him in my career decision? How does that work? Well, I'm glad you asked. The way you follow Jesus is by asking him plainly as you pray and communicate with him, Lord, is this the right career move for me? Is this the job that you want me to take? And then after you pray, you take some more time and you read God's word and you find scriptures and passages on employment, integrity, productivity, waiting, trusting God and following God's will. Then after you read those passages, after you continue to pray and think, you then meditate on those scriptures and ask the Lord to speak to you so that you can know and hear which route he wants you to take. See, by doing all of that, you have followed Jesus. And before you make your final decision, you've considered the supreme option, which was following Christ before you just jump into anything. And the thing is, you want to choose Christ because you want his best for your life. And this is not only applicable to a career move or a career decision. 
the same approach is with relationships when you're trying to seek and figure out, Lord, what am I doing in this relationship, this friendship, this business partnership, this family dispute, this financial issue, this academic dispute, and of course, any type of health concern. You want to seek Jesus as the supreme option before you just jump and do anything. So you want to be determined to follow Jesus even in your health-related concerns, as I just stated. And the choices you make as it relates to your health-related concerns because Jesus not only cares about you, he's ready to guide you if you seek him out and follow what he is telling you as it relates to your body, your mind, and everything concerning you where he can exhibit his authoritative healing power in your life. And we should be so determined to follow Jesus in the trials of life that when things happen, we realize that the only option that truly matters is Jesus. Because seeking what people have to say might not be the best option and the conducive option for your deliverance and your healing. But seeking Jesus as the main option and answer is always available for us. Now in scripture, we read about two accounts that took place where some individuals were experiencing health issues. They experienced relational issues and they were in a pit of despair. But they realized their only beneficial option for breakthrough, for their situation to turn around for the best, was to be determined in following Jesus, focus on where Jesus was, So they got in alignment to follow Jesus and this changed the trajectory of their lives and the lives of those individuals who were directly and indirectly associated or affiliated with them. So I'm about to read Mark the 5th chapter in the 21st through the 43rd verse. When Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the sea. One of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, My little daughter is dying. Come and lay your hands on her so that she can get well and live. So Jesus went with him, and a large crowd was following and pressing against him. Now a woman suffering from bleeding for 12 years had endured much under many doctors. She had spent everything she had and was not helped at all. On the contrary, she became worse. Having heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothing. For she said, if I just touch his clothes, I'll be made well. Instantly, her flow of blood ceased And she sensed in her body that she was healed of her affliction. At once, Jesus realized in himself that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing against you, and yet you say, Who touched me? But he was looking around to see who had done this. The woman with fear and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be healed from your affliction.
While he was still speaking, people came from the synagogue leader's house and said, Your daughter is dead. Why bother the teacher anymore? When Jesus overheard what was said, he told the synagogue leader, Don't be afraid, only believe. He did not let anyone accompany him except Peter, James, and John, James's brother. They came to the leader's house, and he saw a commotion. People weeping and wailing loudly, he went in and said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead but asleep. They laughed at him, but he put them all outside. He took the child's father, mother, and those who were with him and entered the place where the child was. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl got up and began to walk. She was 12 years old. At this they were utterly astounded. Then he gave them strict orders that no one should know about this and told them to give her something to eat. So after listening to this account, we can clearly see what was going on. A man named Jairus fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his home because his daughter was dying. Now, I don't believe that the synagogue leader, which was this little girl's father, would have been so determined to follow Jesus unless he'd saw some sign of his delivering power or he had heard about his power to heal and restore. And by this father's act of fortitude and faith, Jesus went with him. But as Jesus was on his way to the father's house where his daughter was, there was a woman who was determined to follow Jesus in the crowd. This woman was bleeding for 12 years. And you have to understand that this was nothing normal. This woman had a serious, severe medical issue. And due to her bleeding for 12 years, she experienced a serious financial issue. Because she went through several options by spending everything she had on doctors who were not able to help her. And then she experienced a serious religious problem because she was identified as unclean due to her illness. So you can imagine how people treated her. She was an outcast. Nobody wanted to be around her. They looked at her like, oh, that's that lady who got that issue. And how many of us have gone through something similar to her situation? Now, it probably wasn't exclusively health-related, but we've experienced issues in life where we were absolutely desperate. And maybe not you, but I've experienced situations in life where I was absolutely desperate, where I sought answers to my problems, and I spent all of my time and resources speaking to the wrong people who didn't have an answer. And then by me going to seek out those options with those people, I was worse off than when I started, only to realize that all I had to do was go to Jesus from the jump and stick with what Jesus told me to do. Because Jesus is the supreme option to explore at all times. But it will all depend on how determined one is to follow him, trust him, have fortitude, and have faith in what he's declared and promised in our lives. But back to this lady. This woman had a serious issue and she was determined to follow Jesus. As far as she was concerned, at this point in her life, Jesus was her only option. There was nothing or no one else. It was all about Jesus. And knowing that, 
And having that determination, she followed him. She followed him in the crowd. People were pressing up against one another. You can only imagine. But she was determined because, remember, she had no other options at this point. It was either get to Jesus, follow him, or remain in this condition for the rest of my life. So she wasn't playing any games. She was determined. People were all around. It could have been some shoving. People could have been pushing. People could have been looking at people like they were crazy, saying little petty remarks. Because people wanted their miracle too. They were pressing against Jesus too. They wanted their prayers answered. They had a need. They possibly weren't worried about what this woman had going on. But the lady with the issue of blood, she was totally different from the crowd. She stood out because she knew it was in her heart. And she knew that Jesus was supreme. She knew Jesus was the true and only option. And she had faith in him. And when she touched his clothes, the hem of his garment, her determination caused her to reap a reward of healing, restoration, wholeness. And all these years, she was considered the outcast. But at that specific moment in time, she was now favored. Before she got to Jesus, she was invisible. Nobody wanted to look at her. Nobody wanted to be around this lady. But once she made up in her mind that Jesus was the only option, she was determined to follow him, Jesus called her out. And now she was noticed. Jesus called her out of her darkness into the light. And he proclaimed his word over her. With all these people around, Jesus called her out. All these people was in Jesus' space, pressing in, on them, around them. But all those people, they didn't get called out like this lady did. This lady was different. This lady was determined, and she was serious. And out of all those people, she was the one who had that real deal faith. She was full of faith. She was full of fortitude, determination, knowing that Jesus was the only real option. And although this woman was scared... She was determined to follow Jesus afraid. This woman didn't allow her insecurities, her fears to hold her back anymore because she made up in her mind that Jesus was the only option. And similar to the father who sought deliverance and healing for his child, he realized Jesus was the only option. And to ask a question, how many of us have been in a situation where we were determined to follow Jesus for the sake of our loved ones? It could have been for the sake of your child, for the sake of your sibling, your parent, your niece, your nephew, your spouse, your friend, your neighbor. Have you ever realized that nothing was working and outsiders are telling you one thing and you hoping for that result, but you realize that didn't work and then experts tell you that your loved one is lost and they're a lost cause. And then people in authority who tell you, I mean, we've never seen anything like this. Well, we're just going to give up on them. You should give up on them too. And then you have situations where people just, they're not on your team when it comes to restoration, healing, and just believing God for the best. What do you do in a situation like that? Do you keep talking to people like that? Do you keep telling them your problems? 
Do you keep going to them as if they're an option for your breakthrough? No, you don't. You have to realize that, you know what? You're not an option for me, but Jesus is the supreme option. So let me go to Jesus so he can help me. Because he's the one who's going to turn this situation around. He's the only one who's not going to call my child, my loved one, my family member, my relative, my spouse, my friend, my neighbor. Jesus is not going to call them a lost cause. Jesus is not going to tell me to give up on those that I love and he loves also. He's not going to tell me to do anything like that. So it's time for me to reroute and redirect and go talk to Jesus about this because apparently he is the only option. When you're determined to follow Jesus, you don't think about what people are saying. You just focus on who you know these people used to be, the potential of who they will become, and God's promised word declared on their lives. So by you knowing that, you realize, you know what? Like I said earlier, Jesus is my only option. So I will remain determined to follow him to get my breakthrough, even when people laugh at me and declare, it's over, give up. The situation is dead. That door is already closed on you. There's no open doors for you right now. Or they declare that your situation is permanent. There's no need for you to pray about that. There's no need for you to be going to talk to Jesus about this. Because I've seen situations like this before and they're not successful. Or they say, I've seen situations like that before and there's no coming back from it. But you realize, okay, I'm determined to follow Jesus. And too bad you don't know that Jesus is already on the way about to turn this whole situation around. And then when Jesus comes in, what seemed hopeless is now promising. And what appeared impossible is now made possible. When people declare death, the Lord proclaimed life. Jesus should be the only option considered. We should follow him and Jesus will direct our paths. Follow Jesus and you will start saying what he says about your situation and not what others want you to say because of their line of reasoning and their limited experiences with him and what Jesus can do. Now, when one experience is a health concern, that's not a game at all. It impacts so many areas of your life and those who are directly or indirectly associated with you. I said that earlier. The decline in somebody's health can produce so many emotions, feelings, and outcomes that if it's not properly checked, It could lead to depression, pain, anxiety, weariness, and even helplessness. Now, on our own, we are not capable to change our situations to fit our intended outcomes. But it is our determination to follow Jesus and our faith, belief, trust, and fortitude in God's healing power that will and can ultimately turn the situation around. God can calm every raging storm in our lives, and we must remain determined to follow him. Our target should be to boldly aim in walking in the promises, plan, love, and purpose of God for our prosperity and our health in any issues that concern us. 
So the choice to actively follow Jesus, no matter what's going on around you, displays our faith and trust and belief that God will come through concerning his every word and our every need. Make the conscious decision to follow Jesus in the midst of every trial, every heartache, every pain, when people give up on you, when people call you hopeless, and when people discard you. Stay in alignment with God and realize that Jesus is my only option. He's my only option to turn every situation around for my good and he's going to turn everything around physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and even relationally in my life. So continue to just follow Jesus and remain determined to follow him because when we do, a divine renewal takes place. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she experienced renewal, change, and a new destiny all because she was determined to follow Jesus and she realized Jesus was her only option. And just like the synagogue ruler, the father, he experienced divine renewal because he was determined to follow Jesus. And he realized that Jesus was the only option when it appeared that his situation and the life of his loved one was dead and hopeless. And even when people mocked at him and made fun of him, he realized, you know what, Jesus is my only option. Let me bring him into this so he can change it. And we should be doing the same thing. It shouldn't get to the point where we say, well, all our options are over. You know, I tried all I can do. Did you try Jesus? Did you try him? Did you just cast everything aside that you've been trying to do for all these years that doesn't work? And did you invite Jesus And that you realize, Jesus, you're my only option. I need you to turn this situation around. Have you done that? And if you haven't, we should all aim to do it, including myself. Because it's a continuous process. It's just not a one-time. It's an everyday thing. And a scripture I would like to leave you with today is Isaiah, the 35th chapter, and the 4th verse, which states, Say to the faint-hearted, Be strong. Do not fear. Here is your God. Vengeance is coming. God's retribution is coming. He will save you. I selected this scripture as a targeted aim of encouragement for you because in life, we might not walk around confident about everything. And there will be times where we possibly feel weak, overwhelmed, tired, and even afraid. But remember, although we might be timid, We might lack courage in certain areas and aspects of our lives. We might be faint-hearted. When we experience any type of trial, dispute of issue, remember, God says for us to be strong and do not fear because he is with us and vengeance is coming. So vengeance is coming on those issues you've experienced. Vengeance is coming on that sickness that tried to hold you back. Vengeance is coming in full throttle, reclaiming your peace that the enemy tried to rob from you. Vengeance is coming back to retrieve your confidence that the enemy attempted to steal from you. And God is coming. He sees all. He knows all. He's looking out for you right now. And God's retribution is coming. So God is not playing games when it comes to you. He's coming to rescue you in his own way regarding everything that ever came against you. 
and attempted to rob your joy, your strength, your personality, and your peace of mind. So remember, God is coming through and he will save you. But seek God and remain determined to follow Jesus because he is the only divine, supreme, faithful option. But aim to begin making time for God daily, even if you have to start off for 10 minutes. I know I've been saying this for about three or four days now, but you want to aim to spend time with God. You want to aim to do that. You don't want to evaluate your day and realize, you know, you've been on social media for seven hours. You ate for three hours, you know, morning, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then, now you're tired because you've been at work all day, too. So, but before you went to sleep, you had to watch the latest reality TV show. You had to. And, you know, that took about three hours of your time. And then somebody said, hey, man, did you read your Bible today? I was reading this. You want to go over this? Ah, nah, I didn't have time. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just saying, if you look at their schedule, everybody makes time for what they want to make time for. So, let's aim to start making time for God. Purpose-filled time. Intentional time. Deliberate time. But just aim to begin reading God's Word and praying to Him on a consistent basis. Because when you do that, you are growing spiritually strong and you're developing a stronger relationship with Jesus where you're sensitive to what he says even though it will come to you very quick, very faint, sometimes just like I said fast, but you just want to be in tune. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the determined to follow Jesus devotional on the site You can order inspirational apparel and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at aim towards the target. And another way to connect with me is on the YouVersion Bible app where you can subscribe and complete a variety of Bible plans individually or collectively with your friends, your co-workers and family. Remain encouraged and determined to follow Jesus in every area and aspect of your life. Enjoy your day. Peace and God bless.